Listener Production. As much fun as using a fake name on your coffee order. Skinny chai tea. Oksana? That's me. Peppermint mocha with a double shot for a min lee. That's me. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy Monday to you. I better first check though, Matt. Just looking at a, a headline here. Um, Axed ABC stars next move revealed. I haven't missed any news about season two of Mother and Son or anything, have I? No, no. Um... Haven't been axed yet, I don't think. I've been actually watching the De- the Beckham documentary. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you've been watching the Beckham documentary? Uh, I haven't got into it yet. You haven't watched it yet? No. It's good. There's a lot of goss floating around the internet, though, you know, regarding... Um, There's heaps of goss. I'm sure Bron will give it Princess goss later on with some clickfish, but reading the Britney goss, she's popping in that. Oh, she's popping with book. goss. There's no holding back in the no. goss train. I know. I mean, the, talking about... Um, pregnancies with Justin Timberlake, cheating, both of them cheating together on each other, uh, with her Australian backup dancer, him with an unnamed Hollywood starlet. Jada Pinkett Smith is in the news with her situations with Will Smith in her book and... Chris Rock asked her out on a date, apparently, and all this stuff. And as that headline said, former ABC political editor Andrew Prober to join Nine after redundancy. So well, that's the, that's, real, that's the real <laughs> sauce. That's the juicy stuff. <laughs> uh, but no, we are one big cream donut here for you. And once you break us open, that oozy filling will leak out into <laughs> your ears right now. Sorry, I've, I bought a couple of custard donuts from my local bakery recently because I'm a bit obsessed with them. So, um, yeah, the, the analogy didn't necessarily transfer that well to no. a podcast. No, intro, no, no. But, uh, but it's analogies like that. I, with that analogy, like, I can't believe we didn't make the um, end up making the top ten of the Listener's Choice Podcast Awards. We missed out on that, didn't oh, we, Oh, did we miss out? Yes, unfortunately. Well, thank you, everyone, oh, for voting. We well, didn't quite get there. Up against the might of a few of these big these big names. To be mentioned in the uh, in the first short list was as as good a custard for me as any. <laughs> Let's jump into it. <laughs> this is we got a big show for you, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I remember a couple of years ago, it almost be a decade now, actually. X years ago. Yeah, when there was a Melbourne earthquake. And um, it was like a tiny tremor and people sent around memes, you know, being like, "Yeah, oh, the, the earthquake. Plastic chair tipped over. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag, yeah, that, that we was will that. rebuild. <laughs> that was that one. But then there was another earthquake a couple of years later, a few mm. years ago now, where Bits of buildings were falling off the side of them. Well, that's the funny thing. Like, it was pretty big. A lot of people heard it. But the the bits of building was a single Betty's Burgers on Chapel Street in (laughs) Melbourne. People took footage of that from every angle you could. (laughs) Are you telling me there was only one building with a little bit of... Yeah, I think in the end. But that was a big one. And there was another one not long after that. There was a big bang. I was in the house. I thought some sort of bomb was going off or something. Yeah, and then yesterday, another one. Mate, down near Colac. I mean, I know there's a lot of movers and shakers from the southwest of Victoria, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so apparently over 5,000 people felt, wait, over 5,000 felt reports? Oh, okay, yeah, have been submitted. <laughs> I didn't realize that you could report the feeling of it. Like, you, you're like, I felt it, I felt it, and then you report that. I didn't know that. Hello, uh, earthquake report line. Hello? He's like, yep. 
Did you feel it? Yep. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? Just down the road. Good, good. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's actually quite interesting information. Mm. It was a five point five, wasn't it? As five or on the Richter scale? Yeah, that's that doesn't. I mean, that sounds pretty big. Um, there was a brick wall that got, you know, toppled in Brighton. Oh. Um, that's so far all the damage that I've seen. Um, but it did happen at 2am on a Sunday morning. So I need us all to just report where we were and what we'd been up to in the lead at up. 2am on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. What was I doing at 2am on a Sunday morning in bed asleep? I think my, my stomach had an earthquake of itself. I was writhing in bed. What I had happened the to you on the weekend? Your tummy I don't was, know. Tummy, tummy was sending a few shockwaves oh. through the land of Okan. <laughs> Mate, Sophia had the had the voms of like earlier in the week, and I, you know, spent the whole day next to her on the couch while she had the little bucket with the bin, you know, the the plastic plastic bag around well, the bin. Four years old, when you're feeling a bit sick and you get a vom, is is there foresight like I'm going to go to the bathroom and go in the toilet, or what, what do you do? For no, a usually you look at you look at you know, mum or dad, with a look of sheer terror on your face, <laughs> and then you say. Dad, and then it just comes out everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> there's no, there's no like warning. Yep. Do you um, like what's your instinct? You put your arms out to catch it or something? Like what? Are you absolutely <laughs> not. You do not catch it because that's the first. That's how you end up on a Saturday night in bed shivering. And you know the worst thing is, I'd gone over to Dad's house to get some chichinga powder, mm-hmm. right, on the Saturday during the day, because I got, had my man busy over. Excellent and, um, cuisine. Yeah, and so we wanted to make some suya, some chichinga, mm. uh, which is some little kebabs that they do um, in West Africa. And so I got the authentic, the real stuff. Had those for you after the lunch. Great times. Next minute, I'm in bed writhing. Did you invite Lisa Wilkinson around? Awesome. No, why? Well, she she likes to sue ya. <laughs> oh my God. Is that a good reference? Or did she get sued? <laughs> she is suing vice- channel. She's suing Channel Ten yeah, to pay right. for her legal fees <laughs> for getting sued by Bruce Lerman. They're all suing ya. <laughs> yeah, but that's. That has nothing to do with what you with ate my, on the weekend. With my kebab. Okay. Okay. Let us be clear, this has nothing to do with your kebabs. <laughs> All right. But my abs, whew, they had a workout. <laughs> All right. So Lisa Wilkinson, Suya, Sophia O'Kine, spew ya. That's the weekend. <laughs> Bron, where were you on the weekend when all this happened? When all this went down? Were you touched by it? No, I didn't I didn't feel this. But I think I've got a messy timeline of where I would have been. Either asleep or on my way home. Oh from where? One of those. Pray tell Bronwyn. <laughs> no, I just had just had a few a dinner and some drinks with some friends. Wait, a dinner at two AM? No, wow. hold on. Bron, Bron, you just said off air that you went and saw Guy Montgomery. At Comedy Republic at 1.30 in the afternoon. And now you're telling me that at 2am, there's a chance that you were still out. I think I might have been home by then, but (laughs) the timeline is a bit, yeah, a bit messy because, yeah, I did enjoy a a nice little um, tipple at Comedy Republic. Yeah, right. You had the the drink up to your lips. Suddenly you felt the shaking. Oh, no. (laughs) 
it's yeah. pouring in. Yeah. Oh, I definitely glug, felt glug, yeah, glug. some shakes at 2 a.m., but <laughs> I don't know it. if it was earthquake-related. Well, as far as earthquake goes, the idea, how's this? The idea of a logarithmic earthquake magnitude scale was first developed by Charles Richter in the 1930s. So he had the, he had the scale named after him, old Charles Richter. Yeah, when right. It comes to that. So my question for you, Matt O'Kine, if you had like a mathematical process or something named after you, like yes. the O'Kine scale, what would it measure? Okay, give me one second to think about. Have you got? Have you got something? No, I've just. <laughs> the thing I've got is posing you this question. That was. That's all I've got. Um, I reckon it would be the amount of delight had by a long lunch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The length so of like, the lunch is measured on the O'Kine scale. Depending on the food, the number of courses, the, the amount of drinks, the quality of the wine, yep. the number of good people there, mm. that whole experience, Could you're be- like, oh, mate, it was an eight-course D, Gus. We, <laughs> we had the natural wines up the top. Couple of the best lagers to, to begin with, 10 mates that I've known forever. Sun was shining, but we weren't <laughs> in it. We could just see it from where we were, along with the water. We stayed until they kicked us out at 4.30 p.m. Mm. 8.9 on the Ocon scale. Sixteen eighty one, Matt O'Kine. Do you know what happened then? Sixteen eighty one. Was Shakespeare around? I don't know what Shakespeare was doing in sixteen eighty one. I gotta tell you, from the fifteen hundreds to the eighteen hundreds, it's all a bit of a blur for me. <laughs> all blends together, doesn't it? I know. I mean I, I think Baroque was in there somewhere. Yeah. People were writing plays. Yeah. When did Art um, Nouveau th- come was, in? I don't know. There was a was there plagues? I'm sure there was more than one plague. And when was Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart prolific? Anyone? I don't know, but let's bring Wolfgang back. Bring him back. Do you know? You no, know the name. Wolfgang's gone. You who else disappeared in uh, 1681? What the dodo? Oh, the is that long ago. Flightless I they bird the that was 1800s. endemic to the island of island of Mauritius. East of Madagascar. Um, yep, all gone. In 1681. Yep. First mention of the dodo was by Dutch sailors in 18, sorry, in 1598. And then in the following years, the birds were hunted by sailors as an invasive species while its habitat was destroyed by 1681. Gone. Less than 100 years. That's rough. Um, 2023 is when. On my phone, the app Be Real went extinct. <laughs> oh, mate, it popped up for me on the weekend, and I was literally like, what even are you? Go away. <laughs> because since I got a new phone, I didn't have the notifications on for it, and it has disappeared from my life. Yeah. Uh, the invasive species uh, really took its toll on uh, on old Be Real on my phone. Producer Bron- Bron's still still sending yeah, off the you- Be Reals. I was in one of yours the other day. Yeah, but to know, it's like... To the abyss. Like, no, no, no one's seeing it. Is anyone commenting? Is anyone looking? No, there's, it's just me and my husband, Steve, and it's just like, oh, yeah, what are we up? And, and sitting husband, in the same room together, yeah. sending each other those things. Literally. It's funny what your social media turns into when you become, um, you know, a partner of someone for many, many years. Like, the other day I hit peak dad mode because I Snapchatted Belinda some cheap petrol prices. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so, so you drove past a petrol station. It had cheap prices on the signs. So you I pulled in and I was waiting for my pump to be to pump to be free. And I was like, "Oi, check this yeah. out! Everyone, get in here!" <laughs> I was, I was like, man, this is hot. Yeah. You know, forget the nudes. Don't worry about sending nudes. Send me unleaded 91 for a dollar 79. <laughs> dear, oh dear. <laughs> Where do you get that? That's incredible. Uh, this day and age. But look, no, we bring up Be Real because whilst on the phone, Matt and I have dropped off a little bit, we still like keeping tabs on you. Uh, so you can send your phone number through to oh, I was about to say my phone number. Uh, you can send your phone number through to matt.ad.alex. That would be pretty keeping it real, man. That would be real. <laughs> that would be real. It's like, wait, me just going, who dis? All these phone <laughs> numbers coming in. Um, no, matt.ad.alex, send it through, and you may just get a call from me and Matt to ask you what you're doing as part of Matt and Alex's audio Be Real. Hello. Joel, it's Matt O'Kind from Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We're doing an audio Be Real. Where are you? What are you doing? What does it look like? I am currently doing some study for work. What sort of numbers and pictures and figures are we looking at in the uh, study here, Joel? I'm a clinical social worker and I'm doing a study on like the neurosequential model of the brain and kids and trauma and stuff. So I'm literally looking at my TV with the video I'm supposed to be watching and I've got my laptop in front of me with notes. And my son's over to my left on the phone with his grandparents eating his snacks. Damn, bro. You're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Trying. Didn't realise we were calling into uh, someone who, who was juggling today. That's a, that's a few <laughs> a few balls in the air you've got going there. And what's um? How long do you go have to go in the study? Oh, it's a, it's a year long course I'm doing with work. All right. So well, it's, it's one more module. Good luck, ma'am. Love what you're doing. Keep doing it. Love you, boys. Catch Bye. up. Bye. Hello, Daniel, Matt, and Alex calling for an audio. Be real. What you doing? I'm trying to jumpstart my dead battery on my motorbike. Right? So you got the jumper cables out. What you what do you got it attached to? I've got it attached to the car, mm. but for some reason, every time I put the cables on, it's not working. So I'm in the middle of that. Nice one, man. But thanks very much. Bye. Right, yeah. Hello, Justin speaking. Jasmine, it's Matt and Alex from All Day Breakfast. We're doing audio B reels. What you up to? Oh. <laughs> I am just at the skate park uh, with my three-year-old and my husband and my mother-in-law. <laughs> All right. Okay. What are, are we blading? Are we skating? What's happening? Uh, you got the scooter, don't you? I don't. Uh, my son is on his balance bike and we're just heading to the playground. Uh, is there what is what are skate parks like these days? Because I got to tell you, there was no place more intimidating oh, yeah. as a twelve-year-old Matt O'Kine <laughs> in Jindalee, Brisbane. Than to rock up to the skate park and just see some hectic teenagers smoking durries and just being generally <laughs> legends. It's actually pretty epic. We're in WA, so we're in Scarborough, and the Scarborough uh, skate park is like pretty epic. There's just kids everywhere. There's like an outdoor rock climbing wall. Um, it's good. Oh, has there been any stacks? Uh, oh, a few, but they're kids, right? So they just bounce up. That's it. Um, watching yeah. the X Games recently, Jasmine, everyone who seems to be killing it there, it's like there's people who are 14 years old, they're 16 years old, nailing oh, yeah. tricks all over the place. Do you reckon your three-year-old is going to be hitting up the X Games in about Probably a decade's not. time? Maybe, if we coach him. He wants to say hi. Do you want to say yeah. hi? Yeah. Hi, how's it going? How are you going on your balance bike today? Oh, it's good. What's probably, your favourite thing about the skate park? 
Oh, he's gone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no time to talk to us when you've got half pipes to bloody do 900s <laughs> yeah. in. For sure, for sure. All right, awesome. Thanks, Jasmine. We'll let you get back to it. All right, thanks. Have a good day. Bye. 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 Hello. Amanda, it's Matt and Alex calling for an audio Be Real. What you up to? Oh, I'm sitting on a bus about to go over the Mooney Mooney Bridge. Where's that? Uh, it's Central Hawkesbury Coast. River, isn't oh, it? Sorry. Yeah. Isn't it Senny? The Senny Coast? <laughs> is the Senny Coast? A... I think it is. The C-E-N-N-Y. That would be the one. Um, why are you... Wh- wh- where'd you catch the bus from? Um, I had a little bit of a work trip up to the Central Coast of the Coffs Harbour. So now I'm catching a train back to Leeton, which very, is in the Riverina. Very nice. But you're on the bus section of it now. Yep. What do you usually do on the bus or the train? Are you, uh, I've been playing a lot of chess recently. What are you getting up to? Um, if it's not a mobile phone game, it's um, a book. Mm. Oh, what mobile phone game are you playing? I was about to ask what book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us both. What book and what game? The game is Homescape, which has been a um, been doing it for years. And book Trent Dalton um, love stories, really Ooh. good. Most importantly, uh, what is the design of the bus seats? What colours are we working with? <laughs> what ridiculous pattern has the Central Coast bus system got on their uh, on their seating? Well, I'm going to go with um, a early '90s type of pattern, grey with. Um, Weird kind of shapes, you know, like the Rugrats used to have. <laughs> yeah, multicolored fluoro squiggly things. Yep, that's the one. I think they do that. I've seen like to, to cover how much dirt is on them is just they put these distracting patterns. That's what I heard. Same with RSL f- carpets. So mm. You don't notice how many drinks have been spilled on them and stuff. I'm sitting on them. Can we not say that? <laughs> All right. Sorry, we'll let you go then. Catch you later. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Smell toast. Yes, we do love gobbling up a couple of articles uh, via our podcast rather than the internet um, because this way we can still find out about them but not give them the clicks. Producer Bron does the dirty work for us. Hello, Bron. Hello. Now, Bron, we already know that you uh, were out until all hours across the weekend. Is there anything you didn't cover? You didn't reveal about your uh, last couple of days with us previously? What did I do? I admitted to a friend that I wanted like a large life-size nutcracker in the house when Christmas time came. That soldier thing with yeah. the like mouth. And then I got bullied into oblivion. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> Who on earth would want one of those things? I don't know. I just thought, well, to be honest, I, I thought it was cute. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, a life-size one might be... I've seen them around. I thought, oh, they're cute. But then what, I thought, what's cute about them? They're like really scraggly beards, I don't know. or is it their ferocious square jaws? I don't know. But then I thought, like maybe if I saw it like around the house, it might creep me out. At <laughs> of night course, time. it would. Yeah, you'd you'd just be going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and you'd freak out. Yeah. Some little goateed man was in your <laughs> house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't be don't be in a, a movie about that, Bron. That was a paranormal activity waiting to happen. If you want a little nutcracker, 
Apparently, um, Lego's got a little new little nutcracker, which is only, which is like, it's is if it you just want a little foot, one, or? it's literally tiny, but, um, it's not going to make you think that there's an intruder in the house. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what we don't want. But what have you been clicking on, Bron? What have you, uh, amongst, you know, <laughs> what desiring life-size nutcrackers, what have you been after this weekend? Um, so this is from the New York Post headline, you're definitely a millennial if you still do this dance move and think it's cool. Well, I have gotten to the age in my life where I desperately want to teach Sophia the Macarena. Mmm. Oh. And... I reckon that the Macarena, it's having a comeback of some sort. I have seen it pop up in a couple of events mm. and some DJs are like have played it at family events recently <laughs> and I'm, and I'm seeing it come back. I forgot you had to learn that. I just thought, you know, you were born with it. So that everyone knew. No, no, I, I have to, I'd have to sit down with Sophia and say, okay, arms up, arms up, hands down, hands down, you know, left, right. I mean, it's a pretty great, it's, speaking of the. Nutcracker. We did the nut bush at my friend's wedding the other day. Mm. That went off. Yeah, it always does at the, at the old weddings. Are you sure you want to teach Sophia the Macarena, though? Mm. Why wouldn't I? Well, sort of looking at the lyrics here in English. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we talked about this on um, Mind Blown, didn't we? Give a little loving to your body, Macarena, because your body's made for love and feeling good. It's a no-brainer. Give a little loving to your body, Macarena. Hey, Macarena. Macarena has a boyfriend who they call, who they call by the name of Vitorino. And when he left to sign up for the army, she was giving it away to his two friends. <laughs> is, that, is that what the actual lyrics are? That's what I got here on uh, genius.com. I mean, for me, it just makes me feel like if, if you can still get hard done by when your name is Vitorino. <laughs> yeah. There's no hope for anyone, you know, like that. That's a hot name. Yeah. Mm. God, I saw I saw this young guy walking through um, the city the other day, and he had the floppiest hair, and I was so jealous of him. I was just like, <laughs> End God, of story. I wish I had. I just know he was just this young cat walking carelessly through the city. You know, he's in a singlet, he's all and muscly. Just, this guy doesn't have a clue how floppy his hair is. <laughs> he doesn't and even appreciate thought, the flop of his hair. Oh my God, I'm so jealous of this guy living his life with his perfectly floppy hair. I, I don't, you don't think you understand how much I wish I had floppy hair when I was growing up, Daiso. Well, you've, you know, no up. need for the adjective anymore there, mate. Well, look. Stick with the noun. You just don't care because you've got the floppy hair, but I wish I had floppy nah, hair. Nah, too straight for mine. Why is the most annoying thing when I got a perm as a joke and everyone's like, actually, I like that better. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's my trauma. All right, wait, so what other, what other dance moves are there? Let's think. I mean, certainly it's not the Usher's U-turn because as valiantly as he tried, mm. it just never, it never lifted off. I'm going to say it's the one because I've been, I've been wanting to do this desperately because with the, my arm in a sling, occasionally I've put like a jumper on and just sort of had it over my arm. So I've had an empty sleeve. Mm. And then with the other hand, I can put my hand in the empty sleeve. But because my elbow is broken, I can't do what I want to do, which is push out my jumper with my hand inside. So it looks like a sort Pretend of like you've got a little stomach arm stomach that goes arm up and going down. Boop, 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 oh, and you, you pull know your hands down and that goes, is that the dance move? This, no, no, no. no this, I almost certainly, though, you've sparked the realisation. A hundred percent, it's the sprinkler. It's this one. Shopping trolley sprinkler ones, Bron. Yeah, those ones, the lawnmower. It's all those daggy-ass moves, isn't it? <laughs> Putting the shampoo on the head and 
washing their hair. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's those ones, isn't it? No, it's not. It is putting your hands up in the air. What? 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 Only millennials put their hands <laughs> up in the air. Yeah, allegedly, according what to a- the New York Post. So when DJs tell Gen Z to put their hands up, they refuse? I guess so. So I sorry. Stick it to the man. Are you of- telling me that these Gen Zers would have the gall of looking fat man scoop in the eye? And when he says you got a million dollar bill, put your hands up, they're just gonna say no. Well the problem that's probably they will because it's all it's you know, it's a cashless society. So they're just like, I can't do it. I don't even know what these things are. <laughs> Oh man, this is depressing. Why? Why are they not doing it? Because there hasn't really been a song that's lifted off. Like, are DJs even saying "Put your hands up"? Surely. Well, the problem is as well with climate change. Obviously, you've got wars across the world, the Middle East, and you know Russia, Ukraine. Mm. You've got you know housing crisis. Never own a home. They'll always say "Put your hands in the air" if you just don't care, and it's like, no, we have a lot of cares. Unfortunately, <laughs> going I'm going to have to keep the, the hands down this time around. Thank you very much, Steve Aoki. I feel, I feel What's like... the article say about evidence? Wait, we need evidence. Why? So this just teach, came... Teach them this dance move. This is one TikToker, isn't it? It's, some, it's one TikToker. Literally, literally. Just one, one TikTok. One TikTok yeah. A guy named Gus, he was saying... <laughs> yeah. He went, to, he went to a party, had his hands I up in the air. I bet it's floppy hair Gus that I saw <laughs> in the city. And he said each time he would attempt to raise the roof, so to speak, a Gen Zer would police his arms and tell him to stop and force them down. Wait, so is it boys dancing with them up like this, or is it like the pump in the ceiling, like pump the air up? It, it didn't explain. Uh. It, was, it just said arms up. All right, well, look, if there's ever a reason to call our good friend, teen correspondent Sarah, <laughs> yeah. this might be it. We'll have, to, we'll have to back it up with Sarah and see whether Sarah knows anything about this no-arms business. Well, in the uh, meantime, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. So thank you very much, Bron, for some quick fish, and thank you very much to you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It has been an absolute honour to uh, take up your ear space for the last little while. Yes, and we'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. So please keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex. If there's anything that sparks your interest and you want to let us know about, you can find us on Instagram. Until then, we'll be back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.n.alex.